I've got something to say, that's all I got to say. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Sears Soccer Studs podcast. Where we discuss the beautiful game with a southern twang. I'm your co-host, Matt. And I'm Joe. So, Matt, are you ready to cut this biscuit? I am, Joe. I got some fried turkey bacon going on at this time. Okay. So, let's do this. It's the holiday season. Yes. Almost. (laughs) All right. So, another interesting weekend in soccer. But first, let's get to... The songs. Joe, what did you have planned today? Ooh, I took a song. It got us pumped up, but it also, especially the title. Now, the lyrics are a little explicit, mm-hmm. but the title is F Cancer by Young Thug. It has a little personal meaning. I know we got some listeners out there that have lost some close friends due to cancer. You and I have also. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it sucks. And uh, a personal inspiration on this podcast you know basically one of the reasons i got you know besides you asking me one of the big inspiration was daryl from total soccer show a guy about our age uh he recently just passed away from cancer um you know one of the big soccer podcasts out there highly recommend them um but you know there's info on their page and all that um but yeah i just want to give a quick shout out to uh daryl and all the other ones and anybody that's going through something like this, losing a loved one to cancer. I know it's crazy times right now with the coronavirus going around, but you know there's still other demons out there, such as cancer, that really hit people hard. Um, like you said, we've, we've experienced loss of a, a dear friend, a loved one, family member. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's just really unfortunate. So just know, you know, People out there that are listening, we're here for you. Yep. Amen. What do you got? So I, the song I have, it's just, it's kind of strange. You know, I put my Pandora on shuffle and just random stuff comes up all the time. Surprised to know the artist of this song and then for the song to come out the way it did, I was really impressed. It was Post Malone. Mm-hmm. Circles. Oh, yeah. It's a good song. It really is. You'll see that on our show notes as well. So if you haven't heard it, it might take you by surprise for yeah. Post Malone. So yeah. it's decent. It's got a good melody. Yeah, it does. All right. All righty. Soccer talk. Yep. All right. Well, let's get right into the weekend that seemed like it went on forever. <laughs> yeah. Started Friday and ended about, I don't know, 20 minutes ago. Right. So... First game of the weekend, undefeated Villa versus the new boys, Leeds United. New hotness. Wow. Um, Villa nil, Leeds three. Whew. Yeah, Leeds, that was an incredible performance. Yeah, it was. I mean, that's everything a Leeds fan could ever hope for. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was an exciting game. I mean, Leeds, their movement with and without the ball – is it's very breathtaking. I mean, this Bielsa, like I know we say it about every week, but I mean, <laughs> I am I am dumbfounded in love with this guy. I need to do more research on him. He is, gosh, what he is able to get out of his players that are not, I'd say, 
you know, world beaters, but man, they Yeah, he's like he's incredible. like tapped into their DNA and just got him got them playing his style. I mean, yeah. I heard a Leeds uh a Leeds fan uh, over the weekend he, he basically said, you know, we were really good in the championship, but we've actually looked better in the Premier League. Like more devastating, more Bielsa. Wow. I mean, so it's yeah, I mean they made Aston Villa look pedestrian. Yeah, I mean Villa, you know, had a chance cleared off the line, very first uh real big chance in the first half. And it was pretty, you know, pretty tight in the first half um yeah. between the two of them and then the second half came and yeah. it was the Patrick Bamford show. It was. Um he scored a goal and then I think really where it changed the game for him was when he got his ankle kind of turned a little bit in a play, and Tyrone Mings didn't really like the way he went down grabbing his ankle, so he picked him up by the shirt. <laughs> and that must have lit a fire that under did, man. Bamford because it like, he – It was like pissing off the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> that was not wise. Yeah, they they made him mad. Yeah, he – wow. Patty Bam Bam came out. Yeah. And just – I did. I love that whole pickup action by Mings. I mean, he just grabbed him by his shirt, lifted him, yeah, kind of threw him. Yeah, it was just a a move of dominance. I, I like to see it. But yeah. yeah, he lost in the end. Yeah, I mean, if if it was me, and after I scored that goal, if I was Patrick Bamford after that second goal that he scored, when he hit like a almost a knuckleball in the upper corner, I would have just stood there. Kind of, you know, how Ronaldo spreads his legs when he's getting ready to take a kick, and he kind of just like puts his old, yeah, yeah, puts his chest out and everything. I would have just stood there and just stared just down things, <laughs> give him a little wink, little kiss, and be like, "That was for you, big yeah, boy." Like, yep, point at him, be like, "Yeah, that was for you, buddy." Yeah, I don't know why he didn't do that because it was just so obvious that he he just got pissed off and just turned it on to eleven. Yeah, I mean, it was, and then the. The third and final goal that he scored, I mean, the the touches that he had mm. around four players and then yeah. to just curl a, a nice little shot in the upper 90. I mean, it was just – it was a good good game. Yeah. I mean, wow. Great great performance by him especially. My side chicks, they did well They're looking solid, yeah. They did really well. It's a good win. Yeah. Moving on to the first game Saturday morning. West Ham won, Man City won. Mm. What did you notice about this? Mikel Antonio. Beast mode bicycle time. I mean, <laughs> he turned it up on a Harley, man. That oh, was, my gosh. Yeah, that guy. I mean, if this was high school, they would get him sent to after school for bullying. Yeah. I mean, he was just having his way. With Ruben Diaz. Yeah, yeah. with Ruben Diaz. It That's was, not a small guy. No, it was an impressive no performance. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, great great goal to open it. Uh, Man City, you know, Pep had to make a few subs. KDB, our boy, Mr. Gingerbread, mm-hmm. on the bench, had mm-hmm. to come in. Still recovering from an injury, so, yeah. Yep. Couldn't, couldn't play the whole game, but he was able to come on. But, I mean – Phil Foden came on at halftime. Well, yeah, was on for six minutes. Scores. Yep. Why don't you start it? Made it one-one. Yep. I don't exactly. Get it. Completely changed the game. Um, I hate his haircut. Yeah, I don't. I don't get his whole style. 
I don't get it. The little cuts here and there, the the sharp, sharp bangs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a little action figure. Yeah. It's just yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I searched a very long time in my head to see if I could come up with some something or someone that he looks like, and I, I cannot, I cannot get it. That little, little tiny like bangs right up top. It just yeah makes me want to throw up. You know, I, I was playing it. the new FIFA game, and one of the it's on the girls team, <laughs> like a lesbian character, mm-hmm. same haircut. As Phil Foden. Hmm. Yeah, he looked like a real pretty girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Phil. Uh, oh, but yeah, man. Yeah, Pep had an unchanged lineup. First time ever. Yeah. First city, yeah. Yeah, first Saw time in a long time. Yeah. They could have won it at the end. KDB put Sterling through. So Sterling to me looks off. Yeah. You know, if we go back a few weeks when he had a few instances where he was played in, you know, 1v1 on the goalie, couldn't make up his mind, couldn't get the ball quite out of his feet or under – the ball was underneath his feet. He couldn't get it out where he could play. Yeah. I mean, it just – he doesn't seem like he has – like he's up to full match fitness yet. Maybe yeah. – I mean, obviously – these guys are in incredible shape, and they could run circles around you and I all day long. And he just yep. – he doesn't have the sharpness no. that we're used to seeing. I mean, this looks like Sterling from, you know, Liverpool to Man City, like that first season when yes. he was tripping over the ball every time he touched it. He showed flashes, but he wasn't yeah. a finished product. I don't yeah. know what it is. I think the whole team is looking a little, little rusty. Do you think maybe it's because – Pep has just come to a point where he doesn't have anything new to say to them? Might be. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they're having a little fatigue. Because I know, reading you know books about him, he has some incredible motivation, um, abilities, incredible tactics. But it's been several years, and you know these things kind of run in a cycle. And they might be coming to the end of it, because I don't know if it's having the same effect that it had when they first started. Like, it doesn't look like the same Man City. No. Just blowing people away, five nothing. Yeah. I, but then again, with that collection of players and him at the helm, I think, yeah, they could get back to winning ways. Yeah, I mean, technically, we're still kind of – most teams would be kind of finishing up their preseason right about now with the number of games that they played so far, roughly about six, right? Right. So maybe we'll see – a change in certain teams. Um, the table is wild anyway right now. Oh, it's, so. it's crazy. I mean, West Ham, got to give them credit, though. Oh, yeah. Extremely disciplined in defense. I mean, every time, if Man City didn't get the ball down the field within about three seconds, it was six on ten. Yep. West Ham had ten people behind. Everybody knew what they were doing. Yep. And Man City just could not break them down. Yeah. The Hammers, they're a hard one. Yeah, Moyes. Yeah, turning turn back the years. Yep. <laughs> All right. You dress, you dress young, you start feeling young. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right. Moving on to a London derby between Fulham and Chelsea Palace. Yes, sir. <laughs> Fulham 1, Crystal Palace 2. What would you see? 
What do you see out there? You know the name. Zaha. Zaha. Wilfred, my man, just dropping dimes on people. You know, it was funny. At the beginning of this game, you know, Crystal Palace barely touched the ball yep. for the first eight minutes. I mean, Fulham, just possession, possession. Doing, looking pretty good, yeah. pretty solid. Looking better, definitely. And then with Crystal Palace first attack, I think they get a shot off, and then almost immediately after that, Zaha gets the ball, does a little no-look pass. Oh, just butter. Yeah, that's like silky a, smooth. He just buttered that biscuit. Yeah, he did. That was a good one. Yeah, Fulham looked better, I thought. I just don't know if it's going to be enough for them. They cannot get a result. No, they're going to be they're going to be struggling. Um they I just again, Mitrovic if he's not putting his head on the ball, he's I don't see him getting that many goals for him. Right. It's not happening for him. I mean, Lookman looked pun intended pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he's a good player. I think they might get a win or two, but I don't see them getting too many wins in the whole season. No, I don't. I honestly don't either. Lookman, I agree. I think he can be a little bit selfish at times, but that's also what you want from somebody yeah. in the attacking third. Yeah. You know, if if you can't, the only thing you got up there is a big old wrecking ball <laughs> of a person that's got a big old noggin on him. Yeah, he ain't like, offering anything else. Yeah. You got to. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're conceding more goals than anybody else. I mean, it's just not, it's just not happening. But great goal in uh, stoppage time, Tom Carney. Yeah. That was a great little consolation. That really frustrated me because, it, uh, <laughs> one, it killed my clean sheet as a goalie. And then he got upset and wasted time and ends up getting a yellow card. card. Yeah. <laughs> so within one minute, I lost all of these points in fantasy. But, guys, guess what? I won my first game. It's happened. Yes. Matt has a win. Still at the bottom of the table. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the, um, what about the Kamara red card? I yeah. mean, I don't – like, if you go back and look at it and replay and slow things down, yeah, you could see, like, it was a, you know, studs up yeah, kind of a, thing. Yeah, it was a foul. Yeah. But, I mean – I just didn't – I thought it was questionable. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really just a microcosm of Fulham season so far. It's not going their way. No. I mean, Scott, they – yeah. Scotty P looking fresh, though. Scotty P. <laughs> always looking fresh. <laughs> At least fresh. they got him. Tim Ream is just starting every week. He actually played well. He didn't yeah. really put too, too many feet wrong. Yeah, that's what I'm Not a say. single foot. Yeah. Not a single foot. Yeah, they're looking better, but they got to get results. You're right. Or it's going to be Christmas time and they're doomed. Yep. Yeah, Scotty P's going to be leaving pretty soon if they don't turn some stuff around. All right. Now we get to the very first ever Seer Soccer Studs Derby. Yes. Man U, zero. Chelsea, <laughs> zero. Also zero. All right. So... Joe, I'm going to let you run away with this, and then I will say what I want towards the end. How about that? Okay. Well, it's two teams that are pretty much exactly what we thought they were. Pretty good. Saw a lot of good stuff. I can list some good players. I mean, Lindelof looked surprisingly good. Going Chelsea, you know, Mindy, 
I think could be a different make difference maker for them. Looked like a brick wall back there. <coughs> Reese James, incredible. I mean, we can go down the list. A lot of players look good, but overall, a little dull. Not the greatest of games. Nobody scored. And both finished with a clean sheet, which I would not have bet on personally. Uh, Manchester United has now gone five home games without a win. Uh, that's never happened in the Premier League era. But then again, we're currently in an era where you have the highest ratio of away wins in the league, and it's hit in True. the entire English top flight since like 1800s. So home advantage is not what it was. But still, I was hoping for a win. I was wanting to see you wear a scarf. I really want to see that. Sorry. Yep. But we're going to have to just hit pause on that and wait until next time. Yep. Yeah. What were your thoughts? So, Chelsea should have had a penalty. It's the first thing I'm going to say. <laughs> but here's the thing. I mean, all the commentators, everybody, even I look at this thing on Sky Sports on Mondays that does a ref watch hmm. where they go over instances just like this. And a, I think his last name is Dermot. I guess he's a referee. Anyway, he's good enough to be on Sky Sports and say, like, this is what I thought about these decisions. Mm-hmm. He said without a question it was a penalty. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm okay with the result. If Chelsea got that penalty and let's say they could have missed it, they could have scored it, that probably would have changed the complexion of the game. Well, Who yeah. knows? Chelsea could have gone on to win, you know, by a few goals. Who knows? Man, you could have gone on to win by a few goals. Or they could have scored a few and tied again. So, yeah. I mean, I, th- I thought it was a pretty fair result. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, honestly, Chelsea didn't do a lot going forward. But um, I do have to say that I'm so glad to have Edouard Mendy playing for us in, in goal. He is huge, like yeah. literally tall. <coughs> Excuse me. But he's he's played really well so far. Out of the four Premier League games that he has – no, I'm sorry. Four games that he's played for Chelsea, he has three clean sheets. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm also glad that I picked him up on my fantasy team. I was wondering if somebody did that. I didn't. Yep. Yeah. I pounced on that. I didn't start him for this game, but, yeah, in the future, I think he could be a transformative player for him. Him and Tiago Silva, when they play together, you, yeah. you can tell that there's just a confidence in the back for Chelsea that we haven't had in a long time. Yep, I agree. And Mindy, I mean, we paid about $22 million for him. I mean, he looks like the keeper that we thought we were getting when we purchased the world's most expensive goalkeeper in Kepa. <laughs> Senior Kepa. So, um if he gets if he stays healthy, I don't think Kepa's going to get another match for no. us, and he still has <laughs> like such a long contract. So probably a loan's coming up for him. But anyway, glad to have Mindy. Yep. I will say this: the one thing I thought of on that foul was how this hit Matt's. If you did a if you did a Venn diagram of Matt's <laughs> topics, it would include Chelsea refs, VAR. And Harry Maguire. This had them all. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. It's a perfect storm. He, 
he basically had like a good old-fashioned headlock going on. He wrapped one arm underneath Azpilicueta's arm. I mean, he was like doing a reverse chokehold on him. Yeah, it looked like The Undertaker. So, yeah, I don't... I, I love the picture. I mean, it's just a great picture. It's, it's going to live on. I don't know how they, the referees decided, the VAR decided, no, nope, no, nope, there's nothing to look at here. And then they go down to the other end. Marcus Rashford steps on a blade of grass and falls down. And they, they look at it for five minutes trying to see if he was fouled. It's like, wow. Just, just wow. Yeah, speaking of Rashford, that save – and stoppage time, great save. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I thought that was going to do it. Yeah, he's – I mean, Mindy is six foot seven. I mean, like, he can cover pr- – and he made that look almost routine. Yes. Half the That's league scary. would – yeah, would, would struggle with that. And he just bounced right over it and bam. Yeah. I like him. Good I game. Like him. Yep. Yeah, to was. be continued. Yep, yep. All right. Final game on Saturday was Liverpool 2, Sheffield United 1. Another controversial, a lot of stuff this weekend. Um, But Sheffield go ahead with a really, really controversial penalty. Yes. Everything about this penalty was wrong. One, the referee calls the foul outside the box. Now, according to the rules of the game, if you're on the line, that means it goes to the PK. You're technically in the PK area, the right. penalty box. So, um, yeah, his. I mean, I couldn't couldn't say for certain with all of those replays that his foot was on that line. You couldn't really tell. But the worst part was they were so concerned about looking at that. But they didn't even look at the fact that Fabinho got the, got ball. the ball. Yes. Got it wasn't the ball. a foul. No. Perfect I mean, tackle. it's pitiful. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, Liverpool, we've talked about it. They've ridden a lot of luck. They've gotten a lot of luck last year. They've probably got a lot of calls. Everybody calls them liver VAR pool, you know. <laughs> but I'm going to say it right now. I'm not a by any means a fan of Liverpool. But they got they got robbed on that. Yeah, that was extremely harsh. I mean, people were saying, "Oh, Fabinho is reckless." Blah blah blah. Uh, you watch that replay; it was perfect. It was perfect tackle. Yeah. Sheffield United wearing the Robin Hood, green and gold again. Yeah, men in tights. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, great, great movie. It's such a good movie. We're men. We're men in tights. Tights. <laughs> Oh, yeah, but yeah. Um, look like your boy Roberto Firmino getting it among the goals. Pulled one back. Yep. Um, right before halftime. That. That's the first time he scored in at fourteen years at Anfield, and who knows how long? Yeah, quite a while. But yeah, just um, good match going into halftime, and then. After halftime, Diego Jota gets the winner. Yeah. I mean, this game was – Sheffield United is not playing well, but they played really well in this game. Yeah. I thought that they they did a fantastic job of pressing Liverpool when they needed to, keeping pressure on them throughout, like, the whole game. Um, 
they did a great job. And I got to throw a shout out to Ethan Ampadu, oh, yeah. who um, is a Chelsea loan player. But they had him tracking for Mino in and out of, you know, forward to midfield. And he played him pretty dang strong, except for the goal. But he wasn't yeah. marking him then. But yeah. still, I thought it. Yeah, I like Sheffield. I thought, yeah, you're seeing them get back to their old – it looked like the old Sheffield a little more this time around. Um, I think as the season goes on, they're getting stronger and stronger, getting more in their groove. Like you said, the whole lack of preseason is hurting some teams more yeah. than, than others, the ones Man. who really rely on their, their shape and their fitness to compensate for not having superstars. Yeah, and um... – I mean, towards the end, Sheffield went for it, and I'm pretty sure a lot of Liverpool fans were probably pretty nervous because oh, they, they had sweating. some good chances. Yeah. So Jota, you think he's made a case to start from here on out? I mean, he looks like he's forcing his way in. Well, they had him playing in the midfield three. So it was Jota... Henderson and Wijnaldum. Wijnaldum, yeah. I mean, they had to move Fabinho back. Yeah. Thiago's I think it's just, yeah. So if Thiago's out and they've got, I mean, it's kind of, that's the next name on the team sheet is Diego Jota. Yeah. So yes and no. No, if they had everybody healthy, yes, due to the circumstances. Yeah, mm. he should start. Yeah. Just by default, practically. So I like it. I'm in agreement. I'm thinking he looks like he's been there for years. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like Jota. Yeah. yeah, he's good. All right, first game Sunday morning. League leaders... Everton travel to St. Mary's. Yep. Play Southampton. Southampton. That's right. Southampton to Everton Neal. Yeah. One year on from the legendary 9-0 loss. To Leicester. Yeah, to Leicester. Southampton sticking with our boy, Ralph Hasenhutl. Yep, yep. And he's proven them right. He's got them playing some really, really great football. They're really hard to break down. I mean, they're just a strong team, even without Horbier. Yep. Yep. I said that somewhat Pierre. right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, yeah, like I was saying earlier, once they've got their fitness back, they're looking like the old Southampton to where people were a little afraid to play them. Just that sash, man. Get rid of the sash. I hate the sash. Yeah, <laughs> cut it up. beauty pageant. <laughs> Come on. Here she comes, oh, Miss Southampton. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, but, um, you know, Everton started off the game with uh, a guy we haven't seen in a little while. Love the name. Gilfy. Yeah, Mr. Sigurdsson. Um, the Icelandic taking a nice shot. Dipping, mm. dipping, just not dipping enough. Yeah. Hits the crossbar, and then after that, it was all Southampton. Yeah. Gilfy, I think he was taken off in like the 60th minute or so. I mean, even though he was the captain. So, yeah, not really coming through for him. You know, they're missing my man, Mr. Richarlison, due to his red card. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but yeah, James Ward Prowse fired at home, made it one nothing for Southampton. Yep. Danny Ings getting involved. Just, Both goals. Just doing his thing. Yeah. He's he's such a funny looking player, you know. We've talked <laughs> about it. It's like top heavy, but when he gets close to the goal, you can see him. His feet start to just it, like the twitching. road runner. Like, yeah. here we go. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, he can just feel it in his bones. He's like, yeah. about to score again. Yeah. Yeah, him and Che Adams. Uh, yeah, Adams, six goals in his last 12 games. I think He's he was, been listening to the pod. Yep. We, we're backing him. I called him out, but Che got something going on. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Alex McCarthy he really only had the one serious save. Um, Everton just not looking super threatening. No, they didn't. Um, without Richarlison, I think they haven't won a game when Richarlison has been out. So that's just bad voodoo going right into yeah. it. Um, they just didn't seem anywhere remotely complete. Um, they sat Andre Gomez. Yeah. Um, so the midfield was a little bit, a little bit shaky, um, with Allen and Decore, and there was Sil- Sigerson. Just didn't seem like they meshed well. No, it's like the <sighs> Seamus Coleman was out. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought um, the guy that came in and took his place. Uh, See, so yeah, Norwich. Norwich last year. Yep. Yeah, I thought he played well. Yeah, he looks like a. Yeah, like a force. He's one for the future. I don't know if he's ready quite yet, but yeah. But yeah, the, uh, I mean, pretty much the game was over after Luca Dean's red card. Again, Joe, what did you think about this red card? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he went, you could tell he was, he, he fouled him earlier and they kind of let play go on. Then he chased him for 30 feet and. Yeah, proceeded to ride his ankle like a surfboard. Yeah, I mean, I I knew that he wanted to take him out from behind. And you just could see that. Like you could see that him. look. We played. You know the feeling when yeah. you're like, I'm going to get this guy. And you could see him pull his hand back to say, like, I'm not trying to touch him. I'm not trying to touch him. But it's one of those things where you move so close that you end up allowing their legs to come up and hit you in the thigh, and then they go down. You're like, hey, man, I was just running. Yeah. But he, gosh, he exactly rode the ankle. And you, I mean, as a player that's not trying to hurt anybody, if you go in like that and you put your ankle, I mean, I would release my leg and at least like try to almost fall so that I'm not putting pressure on that. But golly. Yeah, I mean, it just looked bad. Kyle Walker-Peters, yeah, I mean. He's lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, it could have been bad. But, yeah, after that, I mean, Southampton was just in cruise control. Yeah. Then didn't batter an eyelash at it. They just did their thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no fluttering of the eyelashes. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you, Jeff. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. I mean, so. Everton, one week they looked like uh, title contenders, and then, yeah, look a little muted. Yes, yes. And now they're going to be losing Luka Dean. Yep. He probably will only get one game. I don't think that's going to – be a three-game suspension like the leg-breaking Richard <laughs> WWE. Golly. All right. So, next game on Sunday was Wolves 1, Newcastle 1. 
good game. Yeah. Really good game. Yeah. Wolves really turning up the their possession game, I thought. Yeah, they're starting to hit, like, their form. Um, you know, they probably – I mean, this game was fairly even, I would say. You know, one player that I've been impressed with is Potence. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. That Man. guy is silky. I mean, he he's rocking the number 10 shirt. You know, that's my number. Yeah. Got it on my chest and everything. <laughs> um, but last year, I don't know if he was hurt for the majority of the season, but we didn't get to see a lot of him until towards the after lockdown. Right. But, man, he was pulling all the strings for Wolves in the first half. Oh, gosh. I mean, he was doing passes between people's legs, just doing – just faking people out where it was just incredible to watch. I mean, what he did to KDB that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would, he put down a marker with that, and it's just – it's going on and on. Like, literally every touch was – a little something special to it. Potence, we see you. Yeah, he's got a little special sauce. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's put out. studs approve. Yes. And he's like, what, 5'5 five, five or something? I mean, <laughs> I mean he's, on he's a, a little good man. day when he's standing on somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. He's pulling a Luca Dean. Yeah. But uh, we'll just get the 80-minute um, go-ahead goal, or just first goal, with a nice volley by Jimenez. Yeah. So it was great volley. Yep. Perfect form. Mm-hmm. You hit it with top spin on it, but Darlow, could've, our boy, could have saved it. He got all hand on it. Yep. Yeah, that was. Just, you got to have some stronger wrist with the that. The wrist was just floppy. Yep. Floppy, floppy wrist. Yep. Mm. Floppy and then the wrist, same Carl. thing. <laughs> and then the same thing happened on the other end. Yep. Patricio. Yep. I floppy think he wrist. Was, I think he was a little. Yep. I mean, it could have been saved. Yeah. Yeah. But he absolutely. he was a little taken aback by that ball slipping through. Like he couldn't see. Went around the the wall, near post. Never, yeah. never get beat on the no. near post. He was way too far over. Yeah, but yeah, what a what a strike though by Jacob Murphy. Yeah, I mean that that salvaged the point. Apparently, he had done a lot of video or had watched a lot of video on Patricio and said that anything hard and low, he really struggles with. So that's what he ended up doing. Yeah, hard and low. Well, I liked it. And even um, Wolves coach. Steve Bruce. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Nuno yeah. came out and said, I didn't know he was a goalie back in the day. But he was. Yeah. Apparently he was a goalie, and he was saying, yeah, that can't happen ever. Yeah. Never get beat to the near post. So mm. calling his own goalie out. But, Dang. hey, you got to do what you got to do. In Portuguese. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So great game. Um, really enjoying watching both those teams. Newcastle used to be one of the most boring teams I thought to watch, but kind of like uh, having Colin Wilson up front for him. He's got some pace. I agree. They had they were missing John Joe Shelby. I mean, the midfield was overrun a good bit, but yeah, that team man, they never give up. You know, we saw it against Spurs a couple weeks back. Like they they're gonna fight till the end. Yep. I mean, they're and they've got some real talent. Ryan Fraser is just now starting wee man. for him. <laughs> a little wee man. Wee man. They got favorite of the pod, Mr. St. Maximin. Yes, Alan St. Maximin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I'm liking to watch Newcastle. I'm enjoying it. You know what would have been funny? I don't know if it ever happened during the game, but seeing Potence and Wee Man Alan, uh, Ryan Frazier <laughs> go up for a header yeah. against each other <laughs> with their two-inch verticals. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Andy Carroll. Oh, when yeah. he came on, that would be hilarious. 
Yeah, that's just, I mean, that is such an ugly ogre. Yeah, God, oh. Potence would break his ankles. <laughs> the way Andy Carroll runs, it's like, uh, when Emma and I went to get our dog, Luna, we went to this wonderful place out in Wake Forest. And um, she was one of probably like 10 in the litter. So just so everybody knows, uh, Luna is a German short-haired pointer mix. And her her brother was there and was about to get adopted that same day too. This guy, being two months old, had massive paws. I mean, he was going to be a huge dog. But he also had really long legs. I mean, Luna's got some long legs for hers. Oh, yeah. He just didn't know how to how to run. And so every time I see Andy, Car- <laughs> Andy Carroll, I'm, I think of this dog and how he, he was like, hoo, 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 <laughs> running around like goofy. Big paws on a puppy. <laughs> I mean, he was just, oh. He's like a newborn deer just yep, taking exactly. his first steps. Yep, running into trees and everything. Yep. <laughs> Except he's a 29-year-old man. With terrible facial hair too those lamb chops he's got going on him and the next game that we're getting ready to talk about james madison oh Oh, man yeah he's got a baby face and then these like really weird lamb chop yeah i don't know mutton chops oh they're awful yeah dang oh the facial hair oh so let's get into that one yeah arsenal nil lester one wow what a just I'm gonna talk about this a little later. Hint, hint. Tactical masterclass by Brendan Rodgers. I mean, just planned it to perfection, like a military maneuver. Arsenal. Gosh, I hope he doesn't listen to this pod. <laughs> He'll be standing in I the mirror, just replaying He's, you saying that yeah. over and over, just looking at him, be like, "Yeah, Brendan." That's you right. <laughs> It'll be his alarm, like to wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh, man. Brendan, you're the best. The best. Yes, you're brilliant. That's me. I did it all. Yep, Arsenal, first home defeat of 2020. Uh, They had 12 shots on goal. You know, pretty much in control throughout the match. Did not make the most of it. I got punished for it. Yep. So, um, before we get to the punishment of this game, that first goal that was scored by Arsenal and then called for offsides, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Do you know why they called that? Tell me. I'm, I'm, I mean, the ruling is if there is a attacking player that's standing in the eye line of yes. interfering, basically the goalkeeper, yep. then it's an interference and it's basically offsides. Yep. I mean, that rule is so broad, though, that there are actually two players standing in. Yeah, you could say. Position. I mean, you're virtually always going to have someone technically in his eye line. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I understand it, but, yeah, it was it was the right call. Let me just say that. Yes, it's the right call. Just seemed a little bit, when they showed it on the replay, it kind of looked like at least Jaco was standing off of Casper Smichael, which Casper Smichael, yellow hair, you know, he's got the – Beautiful blonde. Scandinavian. Yep. Just perfectly yep. combed. Textbook. And then neon. Yeah. <laughs> neon yellow 
from head to toe. It's overwhelming. Whew, gosh, like... Like a lightning bolt. I mean, it's like staring into the sun. It is. You, you, <laughs> you don't can't wanna, look directly. <laughs> you can't shoot on that. Uh-uh. Oh, man. But, yeah, Arsenal just did not put their chances away for, I would say, the second or third game in a row, Obama Yang. Anana Yang. Yep, there we go again. Uh, yeah. We coined it. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> you heard it first, folks. Oh. Wesley Fofana, man, teenage uh, defender for Leicester, just kept him silent. Yeah, he did really well. Yeah, it was, I mean, like you said, Brendan Rodgers, master class, and then Jamie Vardy. The one and only. Jamie Vardy ruined Thomas' party. He did. <laughs> he ruined that party. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, only man. he needs one chance. Yes, and I, I saw all. he only had eleven touches in the whole game. Game changer. Yep. Man, you know, I look at him and I'm like, I, I have so much time for Jamie Vardy just because of his the edge that he plays with. I mean, he's literally playing like every game could be his last game, which technically it could. Yeah. But man, he put so much effort into it. He's got that fire where, I mean, he'll get stuck in. He'll go. Oh, yeah. He, he will never will quit. Run through people. He's a studs up type of player. And he's over 30. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> Golly. And he doesn't look like he's slowing down any. No. I, I, if Hopefully, nobody remembers what I was saying before the season started. I thought he might drop off this year finally, but he looks literally just as fast as ever. He probably thought you were talking about his wife, and that's when he, get, he, he gets, gets a little fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we know he listened, so, yeah, hey, well, I'll take credit. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, yeah, that was, uh, I mean, the uh, the guy that served in the ball, the Turkish under? S- Sinjish, yeah, under. Is he on loan? I think. From Roma? Yeah, from Roma. Okay. I think there might be a, a obligation to buy. Obligation or option? Maybe option. Okay, okay, well. We'll figure that out another time. But, yeah, another good win for Leicester. All right, moving on to today's matches. Brighton and Hove Albion against West Brom. 1-1. Yes. The tale of two halves for me. Brighton, just like Arsenal, did not take their chances. They got punished for it. They scored one in the first half, which was really just a OG. <laughs> that was comical. <laughs> Gosh. That was Tarek Lamptey pinball wizard. Yeah. I mean, it, it hit, I think, three West Brom players. On its way in. Yep. And then my my bro. You're <laughs> way back. Way back. Way back in the day. Bronislav Ivanovic tries to clear it, hits his player, doing a flying squirrel into his own goal. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, just smothered that ball. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that was just embarrassing. I, was. I felt for him. You could just see on his face, like, I'm 36 years old. <laughs> and this is what I'm putting up with. Oh, man. Just really unfortunate for Brighton. They they played so well in the first half. Didn't take their chances. But, again, at this level, you got to show up for both halves. You can't just – sleepwalk through the second half, which is pretty much what they did. Yep. And, man, West Brom was all over in the second half. Oh, man, Pereira had several shots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty dominant. 
it just literally was like a seesaw effect. You know, one yep. side was up. other one was way down. Yep. Just, yeah, so, I mean, both teams will be looking back on this and saying, hey, we should have won that. They could, yeah, either one. Brighton should have killed the game off. Yep. West Brom should have probably ended the game. Yeah. So. Did you see my boy, a big believer in his talent, Leandro Trossard? Trossard, yes. The Belgian? Yes. Yeah. Man, he, I don't know if he's getting ready for Halloween or maybe it was just my screen I was watching, but he looked like uh, a zombie. Yes, he, he has the like bags under his eyes like he hasn't slept. Like dark circles. Yeah. 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 Buddy. There's this little thing called uh, vitamin C, <laughs> Unisum. Yeah, <laughs> you can pick it up at probably just about anywhere. It's a sleep aid. Boy, get yeah. you some sleep. Get you some melatonin. Whatever yeah. you got to do, man. You know what? It's, I was like, gosh, he looks ghoulish. Yeah, he he really does. You know what's funny? Uh, talking about sleep, I recently saw an article. I read an article about you know some of the big players around the world and how much they actually sleep. Ronaldo takes nine naps a day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They said that at one point, uh, Michael Essien said that if he didn't get 15 hours of sleep, <laughs> then he <laughs> was just, No, right? <laughs> How do you even, like... I mean, yeah. He must just wake up and then play soccer and then literally go right back to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It was just... It was It was really interesting. Um, yeah, I know, I know a lot of them are really into it and the science of it and... You know, like Real Madrid, they monitor, you know, after practice, they're like, go sleep in our bed, and we will monitor you, basically. Yeah, I mean, obviously sleep is very important for mental health, for Mm -hmm. physical health. I mean, the times when I wasn't getting great sleep in my last job, man, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and, like, throw my whole day off. Yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah. I always thought like sleeping over ten hours was, you know, I thought I was doing something wrong. But these <laughs> these mugs are sleeping fifteen. That's and what we're up doing and wrong. Making money. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start saying like, hey, I'm talking you know, to my boss. Every hour and a half, I need to take an hour and a half yeah. nap. <laughs> it's good enough for Ronaldo. It's good enough for me. Yeah, that's simple. Yeah, plain and simple. Oh wow! So final match of the weekend that just ended. The Burnley, 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 man. <laughs> Burnley. Burnley. Zero. Spurs, one. Mm. Burnley looking more like vintage Burnley. Yeah. They were, yeah, they were putting a hurting. I mean, I yeah. bet um, Ardeverald yeah. and Eric Dyer, I bet they're going to be bruised they're up. They're going to be feeling it. Feeling that Burnley wood. They're feeling that wood. <laughs> The Warriors of Wood were just back oh, to their old ways, man. Yeah. Chris Wood, Ashley Barnes, big old Burnley men just laying beating wo- them up. Laying so, wood on them. So, I, I mean, honestly, I feel like Burnley played really well. They had a ball cleared off the line. They had, I thought they had the better of chances. Um, and But if you don't put the game away, you can get punished. And they got punished by... Son Kane. Yeah. Kane, Kane Son. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Young Son. Yeah, they actually outshot Spurs in the first half, five to three. I think this is kind of a metaphor for your fantasy league season. Awesome. Although you got the win. I did get the win. But 
I'm seeing a lot of good stuff for Burnley. Yeah. It just hadn't been falling for him yet. I think it will. Page is going to turn here soon. Just yeah, like yours did this week. Yeah. I, th- I still feel like... Yeah, Burnley, I mean, they have a very unique style of play. Just hump it upfield. Yep. It's, it is, they are the torchbearer for the old school Premier League English style. But here's the problem. When you do that so often, like I saw Nick Pope, their goalkeeper, hit it up to him. And Nick Pope can kick the crap out of the ball. So the ball's yep. going all the way to the other um, penalty box. And you've got Ashley Wood or Ashley Barnes. They're both Woods. Yeah. <laughs> In our hearts, they're yeah. all, it's all Wood, baby. Chris Wood, Ashley Barnes playing up front, and they're trying to play off each other. One will try to get under it, flick it to the other one. But they're going up against four Spurs players. And then there's a massive gap almost to like halfway line before the next Burnley player. Yeah. You can't do that all game. No. I mean, you're going to probably once or twice a game, a ball is going to fall to you, going to get a nice shot. But if you can't bury those chances, then you're just kind of wasting energy. They're they're praying for a a shutout and them to get one goal. That's their sweet spot. If it don't happen or Spurs gets the one goal, you know, the opposition gets it, well, you're screwed. Yeah, true. Yeah, so Harry Kane to Yon Min Son again for the game winner. Yep, surprise, surprise. Blah. <laughs> so, so boring. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, Burnley get beat on a corner, even though they have the height. People not tracking. Nope. I mean, Son wide open, Harry Kane wide open to get the header. I mean, come on. These Burnley men need to do their – Get their thing right. Do what you paid for. Yeah. So, anything else about that game? No, that was it. Um, Just a crazy late kickoff. Literally ended right before we record this on Monday afternoon. Yep. Eastern Standard Time. Time it is, though, Matt. It is that time, Joe. It is that time. It's time for that's. It's the creme de la, it's the creme de la, it's the creme de la. Oh, you beauty! That's right. Creme de la prim. Creme de la prim. Who you got this week, buddy? So, I got to go with the Patrick Bamford show, man. Oof, I love that pick. He, I mean, I don't think there could have been anybody else this week. There were some wonderful, you know, solo goals, but he had... Two of the best ones, I would really, really say. Oh, yeah. So, got to give it up to former Chelsea player Patrick Bamford. Looking pretty dirty and lovely left foot. Oh, Lovely. Just incredible goals. Yeah. Just emphatic. Yeah, the first one, you know, follow up on a shot. Yeah, that was a little tap in. Striker's instinct, being in the right place at the right time. Second one. Just showing off the knuckleball Just incredible. from Randy Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Knuckle puck. <laughs> like D two. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. Wow. But yeah, he oh, that's Yeah, that's good. the incredible thing was the uh lack of like backlift on that second goal. He was pretty much stationary, took his foot back, wham, just ripped it 
between two players. Perfect shot. Did you see any type of deflection? I, I mean, I thought I saw a deflection. I don't, oh, I don't know if I did or not. It it's looked to just, me like it went perfectly between them. Yeah. Yeah, That to be able to hit a knuckleball like that, you've got to hit a certain way. I used to love the knuckleballs. Oh, yeah. Gosh, man. Great stuff. Yeah. Who you got, Joe? I mentioned him earlier. I'm going with Brendan Rodgers. The most humble man in the league. Oh, bloody hell. (laughs) Just the lack of ego. We we just love this guy. Big fan. He will never be on finest frog hair. (laughs) Because there's nothing gentlemanly about him. I I liked it, though. Uh, I mean, you could see what was going to happen. You could feel it. When Jamie Vardy came on, you could just see him. Before he came on, you could see him on the bench. Just grinning like a little bandit over there. Like, yeah, I'm going to take these points. They're mine. I'm about, I'm about to get them for you. Yeah, he was bundled up. Him. Yeah, bundled up. Yeah, he comes on. I mean, yeah, Vardy is now even with Ryan Giggs, 109 Premier League goals. Um, you know, six goals from nine shots, and he came on and just did exactly what they wanted. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers, you can see when they scored, he turned around like his assistants, and they all were just cackling like some hyenas, like this is exactly what we wanted to happen, and it's happening, fellas. Yeah. So I got to give the man credit. They pulled it off, got all three points, and just put it down. Yeah. Put it down. Yep. All right. Next one. It's everybody's favorite. (laughs) It's got to be everybody's favorite. All right. This segment is called... Bless your heart. Bless your heart. Y'all know we're going to sing it every time. All right, all right. Joe, who you got on Bless Your Heart this week? Yeah. We mentioned him earlier, Luca Dean. Just because he had about a good 30 feet to think about the mistake he was going to make. No, he went through with it. He knows. I mean, everybody saw what happened last week when Everton went full Cobra Kai. And what does he do? He joins that club. Gosh, it was like he he was deciding to ice skate. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hang 10, dudes. Yeah, I mean, shred the gnar, bro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he did treat. Kyle Walker Peters ankle like a pipeline. <laughs> like a half pipe, man. Oh, man. Yeah, it was you don't see that too often. Yeah, he rode that rail hard. He did. It's <laughs> Tony Hawk. Premier League. Yeah. Yeah, just so blatant. Uh man, it's just dumb. It wasn't spur of the moment. It was you could see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. And he went through with it. And he sorry, man. You got a red card. And um good on Walker Peters for not going after him when they're basically sitting face-to-face. Yep. Easy to have a reaction right there and just throw your hand at somebody. Yep. Probably could have got a red as well. So, good on you, Walker Peters. Yep. He showed him how to act. Yeah. All right. Well, my bless your heart this week goes out to Pep Guardiola. Oh, oh, oh. So... We talked about him kind of losing his uh, his mojo mm-hmm. with the team. Yep. And we've talked about his style on this podcast a few <laughs> times as well. He 
has completely given up. <laughs> he has. It's sad. I mean, he he just he literally looks like a guy who is married whose wife stays gone all the time and so he doesn't care. It's it's like forgetting Sarah Marshall, the beginning yeah. of that movie. <laughs> yeah. That is Pep. Yeah, that's Pep. That's his fashion just, choices now. He's probably eating like a gigantic size of bowl of cereal, cereal yeah. every morning. And he's watching the TV show laughing. He had a, a what was what was the uh Okay, here we go. Sorry. He he was rocking a sweatshirt. Yeah. Then he had a down jacket over it with a hoodie. Yes. Then a cardigan over, over it. <laughs> Like a cotton. And they were all a certain shade of blue that didn't match. It was just like bam, 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 bam. Weird. Uh-huh. Just weird. He looks he looks like a like an old history professor or something who's kind of trying to be cool, but they've got tenure and they're like, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. I'm just coasting. I'm just making money. Yeah. Just going through the act like just going through the motions there. I mean they they never scrolled down, so I didn't see. But he was probably wearing like joggers or something, like yeah. just sweatpants, like really baggy sweatpants with flip flop socks. Not even tied at the waist. It just <laughs> <Yeah>. just loose. <laughs> He's doing one of these where he picks it up and rubs it over his <laughs> belly. He's got Cheeto stains on. <laughs> oh, yes, I Cheeto love dust. Cheetos. Cheeto dust everywhere. Oh man, yeah, Pep. Gosh, we we discussed this at the beginning where we we are kind of concerned. With your stylist health now. Yes. Where is she? <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's happening? Where is she? It's a metaphor, man. I'm telling you. If he were to show up looking like the old pep, like in a turtleneck, like some Gucci, mm-hmm. looking, you know, his old self. you got to have more zippers, pep. Yes. <laughs> it, the winds would follow. But the way he's showing up now, the players got to be like, really? Yeah. This, this, this is what... We're if, doing now, dude. If he had hair, you know that thing would be just. Oh, in. it'd be all over the place. Yeah, he looked like uh, Boris Johnson out there. Yeah, with his kind of hair. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just know the players are like, man, how am I? How am I supposed to care when he looks like he just walked in off the street? I know those dang Cheeto stains, man. I know. Dang. Oh, all right. <laughs> Lick your fingers, Pep. That was that was a good one. That was a good one. All right, moving on to the next segment. This one is called. Fine ass frog's hair. Joe, how you doing yes, today? Yes, sir. Oh my goodness, my friend. I am doing fine as frog's hair today. I hear you. I hear you. So I'm gonna go ahead and say it was kinda hard this week to find some finest frog hair moment, but I'm gonna have to go again with Everton. Hmm. They're jerseys, man. I'm digging this. I mean, the yellow and blue that we talked about, you know, a few a couple weeks ago. Now this one, it's like a seafoam green and then gray. It's working for me. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> hey. It's working for me. The Hummel, man, I think just sets them apart. Yeah. Chelsea needs to go to Hummel. And man, when I was in uh, Denmark last year, I went to the Hummel store. I was like, oh, my goodness. I'm going to get me something. Then I looked at the prices, and I was like, mm, I'm going to look online when I get home. Turns out they don't ship to America. So it's a little more exclusive niche brand. You know, it's not your Nike or Adidas, but I think they're moving towards getting more global. 
they're doing it right. Yeah. I mean, it looks good. Yep. It looks real good. No, I'm with Except that. for whatever Jordan Pickford was wearing. Never give an English ginger with freckles. Don't put him in black and gold. <laughs> it looks so bad. Oh, Jordy Picky. Yeah, JP, JP. <laughs> All right, Joe, who's your finest frog's hair this week? I mentioned him earlier. I just love this kick. I loved everything about it. The Jacob Murphy goal for Newcastle. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was not a refined, like, elite-level free kick. It was just a simple, low-level, like, knee height, bent it around the wall. Perfect placement. Yep. Earned him a point. You could see it on his face, how happy he was. You know, playing the wing-back role, he's not a big goal scorer, but it was perfect. I mean, you could just tell team spirit. I think Newcastle, they're riding high. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. I um. Yeah, so I just I just love that kick. I love the simplicity of it, and it was just perfect. Perfect time, 89th minute, you know, big moment, and he delivered. Nice, 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 nice. All right, people, we're moving on to the tailgate. Oh, and yeah. And I'm glad you stayed around for this because we got another email. <laughs> we did. Oh, <laughs> thank you so much for people that are listening out there. really makes our day. I was almost – Jumped out of my shorts when we got this email. Um, yeah. So we had anonymous Mick last yeah, week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so this week, who do we got, Matt? This one is from Two Foot Terry. Two Foot Terry. It's probably John Terry. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Love it. But he says, Hey there, studs. And I'm going to have to go ahead and say that some of this, I'm going to read it directly how it is joe you tell me what you think he means by some of this all right i just want to before you even start i want to i'm curious what he means by his name is he good with his left foot and right foot is he a guy who goes in two-footed on Mm -hmm. challenges Mm -hmm. i mean what kind of man is terry is he is he two feet tall Mm. who who is this terry maybe he's got two left foot maybe Maybe he's got two right foot okay a lot of man of mystery this time all right if you're listening terry here it comes yeah right his back (laughs) <laughs> All right. So he says, hey there, studs. Thanks for hosting the best soccer-based hair, as in hair. We Do we talk a lot about hair? Yes. Okay. Hair podcast as we should. <laughs> on iTunes. You often refer to your salad days playing high school soccer in North Carolina. I wasn't eating much salad back then, I'm not going to lie. I couldn't even spell salad in high school. If I was eating salad, there would have been a crap ton of ranch dressing on it. Oh, yeah. Ranch it up, boys. Yep. Okay. So he said, you often refer to your salad days playing high school soccer in North Carolina. What kind of players were the young studs? What current EPL player did your game resemble? Sincerely, Two Foot Terry. (laughs) So, um, obviously, he's talking about hair podcast i think just we can just say air podcast i, I don't know we love we love good hairstyles okay. we love okay yeah we, we're fashion focused salad salad day so i never heard that yeah i guess it's like a heyday okay okay well anyway what we decided to do with this is instead of us or matt talking about matt matt's going to talk about joe joe's going to talk about matt that's right so, Joe, what kind of player was I back in high school? Hmm. 
I mean, we could talk about several different eras of Matt. Oh, wow. But really, I think for Matt's simplicity. Matt's like an onion. <laughs> yeah. Many layers. Yeah, many layers. For simplicity's sake, I think I'm just going to kind of focus on the heyday. The cha- this, well, state championship winning 2001 season. Yep. Where you played out wide on the right. Yeah, I think nowadays we played a four four two. Everyone, yeah. So I was a right right midfield. Yep. Technically, now in the type of form, formations, I think I'd be like a wing back. That's a good call. Yeah. Forward and back. Because wing backs usually are just as attacking as they are defensively. Yeah. I mean, the defense part nowadays is, I think, put on the back burner compared to getting up and down the field making a little something happen on offense. You know, when I was thinking about the high school days, I do have to say this. We played exclusively diamond back four mm-hmm. with a stopper sweeper. Yep. Which I can't tell you the last time I've seen that in the pro game. No, unless like you're uh, Shellfield United and you're playing, you know, three in the back and then you have somebody just kind of sitting in the front of that back three that's kind of a stopper. A stopper, yeah. It's just, yeah. There's, Yeah. No, I mean, Italy in the 90s, yeah. Serie A, I think that was the big thing. The Catenacio days where, Ooh. yeah, where you're playing with a, a sweeper. Okay. Nowadays, yeah, they might play three at the back or they play a flat four. Yeah, so we had a unique system. But, yeah, Matt was – he kind of held it down on that right-handed uh, – the right-hand side, going up and down, you know, getting after people, long-range shooting – Good dribbler, very fast, attacking player. Yeah. That's how I would describe Matt. I think, you know, when I've talked about Pep and his guys, how they try to beat them to the line and then just cut the ball back, I think I would have been all right in that system. Yeah. So that's all I did. <laughs> you were an attacking bulldog. Yeah. A little bit of – you were the captain. You were – We were all – Yeah. We were, mean, technically we were, but you were a little – you were more in that role. Well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. I always thought of myself as a pretty decent captain just by maybe leading by example at times. Right. I would try to. You know I love to get stuck in. Oh, yeah. That's Gosh. what I'm saying. You were an attacking bulldog. Whew. Yeah, I still get all squeamish get when those, I think. <laughs> get those feelings. Man, running, just taking people out. Oh, Fairly. I was very yeah. fair. Yep. Only got one yellow card in my whole high school career i think maybe two Mm. and it was for telling the referee he was blind Uh, (laughs) linesman whatever yeah even from a young age yeah you were (laughs) not like referees (laughs) Uh, there's a little therapy session here okay so joe what current epl player are we we gonna do this are we gonna yeah are you gonna go and then i'll go next yeah oh you're going all the way through yeah okay go ahead ahead. oh okay here we go okay read the question let me what current epl player did matt's game resemble okay so matt this was a journey for me okay i I went through several players we we haven't communicated this so we're keeping it secret i'm just about about to surprise him okay okay we're gonna go on a little journey here okay through some players and then hopefully give everybody a, a idea okay my first First player, it didn't really work out in my mind, but the first name that came to my head was Salah. Attacking, goal scoring. I think you had quite a few. You were in double digits our senior year, if I'm not mistaken. 
I was double digits assist. I had my worst output for goals. I only uh-huh. scored four goals my senior year. Really? And I can't remember the fourth one. Dang. I can remember three of them. I outscored you senior year, huh? Yeah. Wow. I was racking up the assists, man. I, I thought you, you know. were more goal. Yeah. Well, anyway, I didn't go with them. Okay. So it works out. Okay. <laughs> then I had to think. I was like, hmm, Matt. I think, Matt, yes or no, did you have – Frosted tips. I was just straight ble- bleached. Just blonde. Okay. Just Dyed bleached. hair. That's yeah. still check mark. Okay. Half towards the end of the season, yeah. It grew out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes or no, did you date the coach's daughter? That year or just, at just, one point? Yeah, at one point. At one point, yes. Okay. All right. You wore short shorts. I had some legs to support them. Yep. <laughs> That's right. You know where I'm going with this. Your whole vibe. You were Jack Grealish. Gosh, no. <laughs> but Jack Grealish, he's a little different player than you. Yeah. I was really close to going with him okay. for all the reasons I, I listed. Really close. But then okay. I thought of another player okay. who I think actually fits you physically. Thank goodness. And his style with the shooting, the dribbling. The passing, and he's not such an obvious choice. Okay. I'm talking about Andros Townsend for huh. Crystal Palace. I am really okay with that. There you go. He is a worker. Yes. he His style is, and where he plays is probably the closest to vintage Matt. Wow. That I can think of. Stature-wise, yeah, yeah fast. Dribbles, shoots, loves a good long-range shot. Yeah, I remember you clanking a few off the post. Oh yeah, scoring a few. You gave me a few assists mm. over the years, quite a few probably. So yeah, that's Andrew what I'm going Townsend. with. Yep, Andros Chris, Townsend. Andros Townsend from like Crystal that. Palace. Yep, that's a good good choice. I didn't know where you were going to go with that. I knew you would not. I was hoping you'd say KDB, but yeah, no. yeah. I mean, he's everybody wants to be KDB, but. Your style was a little more out wide, a little more dedicated in that area. Okay. I mean, nowadays we're a little older. We have we you know don't play exactly the same as we used to. But yeah, when I think of peak era Matt, yeah, Townsend. Yep, that's decent. I was right footed, so but could use my left just as well. Yeah. So all right. Well, that's good. There you have good. it. Yeah, he's that happy. He's smiling over here. All right. Yeah. 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 All right, Terry. So I hope you like that. That yep. answer? Yeah. Everybody out there, that should give you a good idea of the player Matt was back in the day, his style. Between those three. Yep. I like it. Yep. Why Sala, though? Just because he's always in the mix offensively. You were always up there. But the more I thought about it, the more it wasn't the best pick. It wasn't spot on. It just came to me first. Because there's a lot of players out there, and you know the big names come up first. But when you really think about it, it's like, hmm. He is it's too player. obvious. Yeah. All right, so now it's my turn. What kind of player was Joe, young Joe Stud? <laughs> <laughs> so Joe played center mid and was rather quiet on the field, but always knew where to be. Right place, right time, Joe. Joe could shoot with either foot as well, 
probably didn't have the cannons on his legs like <laughs> I did. Probably didn't. But um, he was a lot more controlled with his shots, scored some very important goals for us, won in the championship. Yep. That's which right. I assisted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Joe's, Joe's ability to get out of really – tight situations with his dribbling and his quick feet his skill was something that always impressed me joe joe could dribble around people i mean it just it's one of those types of players you you get close to and you're like i got this guy and then the next thing you know your shorts are down your (laughs) underwear is pulled over your head and he's he's by you like he just did people wrong (laughs) I remember numerous times just laughing at the opposition just because of Joe doing something dirty to him. So, yeah, Joe was a heck of a player. So I went two routes, okay? All right. I went who you are positionally-wise. So as a center mid, I looked at a player that you would resemble. And then I looked at a player out of position that you resemble. okay? Okay. So Physi- pe- physically, Traore, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so the first player I'm going to do by position. All right. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Jorginho. Oh, okay. Wyaldum. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So Wyaldum. This guy. The more I watch him, I'm really impressed with him being able to be in the right place at the right time. Great skill. I watched him really closely this weekend. He got into situations where, as a, as a person with a ball, you don't want to be surrounded by three people. Gets out with relatively ease, cool, calm, composed on, on the uh, on the ball, and comes up with some really, really important goals. So I'm going to oh. have to say why I yelled him. Okay, I like that pick. Okay. All right. I got a little tear in my eye listening to all that. Yeah. 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 So then I went out of position. All right. Who you resemble? You're going to like this one. Okay. Alan St. Maximin. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The reason I say this is because St. Maximin and Joe have, they're incredibly quick. They both. Love dribbling the heck out of the ball. Love it. <laughs> Joe Joe sometimes will get himself into situations just to see if he can get out of them. It's fun. Most of the time he gets out of them. And that's the same thing about Alan St. Maximin. Now, as a person and being flashy and everything like that, Joe's not like that. No. no he's not rocking Gucci headbands. He's not doing any of that no, jazz. not lately. But his when you watch this guy run with the ball, you see Joe run with the ball. Just a lot of really quick touches, really quick steps. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, I like that. So. I like that choice. Yeah. Man, it makes me want to get on the field and just well start dribbling. You know, you asked me to play a few weeks back. I've been going. I haven't okay. seen you out there. I was busy last week. I was on call. Yeah, you were. I'll be out. All right. Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be there too. Hey. Played Friday as well. It was It was fun. Okay. Yeah, St. Maximine and uh, Andros Townsend. All right. Going to be out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought it took me a long time to figure this out. 
You know, I was like, who as a center mid would Joe resemble? And, I mean, I started going through all the center mids, mm-hmm. just trying to figure it out. So I hope hope that that worked for you. That's a good choice. I, it didn't even cross my mind, but, yeah, I could see I Yeah, Townsend didn't either for yeah, me. I, I, that's, I wanted to go with Grealish, but it just wasn't perfect. Pick. First of all, I'd never be Grealish simply because <laughs> I if I go down, it means somebody actually takes me down and not, not somebody puts a fingernail on me and I go f- flying 15 feet. I knew it would be the – it would just be a sucker punch to you to go with oh, that. Man. Oh, man. There were some goodness. similarities like I already outlined, but, yeah, that was not the perfect pick. But the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, I got the pick for you. I like Townsend, yeah. Yeah, that's a solid – He's yeah. a hustler. Hustler, skillful, lethal. Yeah. Fast, yeah. Leads by example, getting out there and just putting work in. It's the Matt Stud yeah. of the Prim. Well, thank you so much, Two Foot Terry. Yes. We really appreciate it. That was fun for us. Uh, little, yeah. A little I mean, trip down memory lane. Oh, yeah. And if you have any more questions that you want to ask us, why Matt doesn't like referees <laughs> or something like that. Uh, I just can't stand them. That's just plain and simple. They're idiots. Yeah. Please email us, though, at seersoccerstuds at gmail.com. That is correct. You can find us on the Twit and on the Gram at seersoccerstuds. We keep saying that we're going to be better at it. We're not. <laughs> Sorry. It's going to happen. When Burnley gets that first <laughs> blowout victory. Oh, man. So, yeah, we, we apologize about that. I I just don't like social media, but we do appreciate having you write in. Yes. So thank you. Keep them coming, guys. Keep them coming. And ladies. You know we got a big yeah. female fan base out there. Hopefully, with these southern accents. That's right. So once again, guys, you came for the footy, stayed for the accents. Oh, yeah. Until next time, studs up.